Today is Tuesday, May 3rd. What you need to know about the future of abortion in the United States now that it looks like the Supreme Court is set to overturn Roe v. Wade. Also, the elections Americans are keeping a close eye on today and how the CIA is trying to recruit spies from Russia. Plus, why California's population keeps falling. Results from the latest Amazon union vote and why you may want to go out of your way to thank a teacher today. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. It looks like the landmark Roe v. Wade decision that has protected a woman's right to an abortion for nearly half a century is about to be overturned. At least according to a draft opinion that was circulated among Supreme Court justices earlier this year. We don't usually get to see these drafts since the court prides itself on keeping deliberations secret. But somehow Politico got it and published it. In it, Justice Samuel Alito writes, quote, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. And four other justices signed on to that opinion. So it looks like five justices want Roe v. Wade overturned and four believe it should stay. They were weighing in on a case out of Mississippi. There, a state law was supposed to ban most abortions after the 15th week of pregnancy, but it was never allowed to go into effect because lower courts blocked it. They said because of Roe v. Wade, states can only ban abortions after the point when a fetus can survive on its own outside the womb. That's roughly 24 weeks into a pregnancy. Well, the Supreme Court took up the case now, too, and that's why we're hearing about it again. To be clear, that draft we're talking about could still change since the Supreme Court hasn't issued an official ruling in this case yet. That final decision is expected to come out this summer. If it doesn't change, though, that just means that abortion will no longer be considered a constitutional right. So it would be up to each state to make their own laws. Stay tuned. It's officially the midterm election season in a couple more states. Today, Ohio voters will be picking their nominees for governor and U.S. Congress. And people in Indiana will decide who should run for a seat in the U.S. House and the Indiana State House just to name a couple of the big races in these two states. A lot of people are keeping an eye on one particular contest out of Ohio, where several candidates are vying for a spot to take over for retiring Senator Rob Portman. That race is the most expensive in the country so far. And it's seen as a test of how much influence former President Trump still has over the GOP, since Trump has endorsed an underdog in that race. And other candidates have campaigned on their loyalty to the former president. So we'll see what the voters decide. Today's primaries kick off an eight-week sprint since, in the next couple of months, most states will be holding their midterm primaries. The CIA is going on the dark net, trying to get information from people inside Russia about how things are going as the war in Ukraine rages on. The U.S. intelligence agency says some Russians are already trying to reach out to share insights into the Russian government, and that now they have a safe way to do that. The CIA put instructions out on social media that tell people how to access the Darknet site since things are more anonymous there. Meanwhile, the Pentagon says Russia seems to be several days behind schedule in Ukraine. That apparently their operations in eastern Ukraine haven't been going as planned, in part because of tough resistance from the Ukrainians. The U.S. says Russia is also dealing with low morale and supply problems. This week, Ukraine says it sunk two more Russian warships in the Black Sea that were thought to be carrying more reinforcements for Russian troops. But nearby, Ukraine also suffered losses in the city of Odessa. A Russian rocket strike hit the city, killing civilians. Russia says that strike also destroyed a hangar filled with weapons supplied by Western allies. 
More of those weapons are still coming, though. From Poland, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said once again that the U.S. and European allies spoke about continuing to support Ukraine. And this week, the U.S. Senate is expected to take up President Biden's request for another $33 billion in aid for Ukraine. This week, the European Union could decide what to do about oil imports from Russia. Senior diplomats told The Washington Post the EU is close to a deal. Most countries in the EU are apparently ready to start phasing out Russian oil in response to the war. But Hungary and Slovakia are reportedly the two holdouts. They're both especially dependent on Russian oil. So the diplomats say as a way to seal the deal, those two countries might get exceptions. This oil proposal would be part of the European Commission's sixth round of sanctions on Russia over the invasion. And this would be big, since the EU imports about 35% of its oil and 40% of its natural gas from Russia. It means Russia would lose a lot of business and would likely have a hard time funding the military. It will likely mean some more economic hardship for Europeans, too. But already, many EU countries are finding new suppliers to make the deal work, so to be continued. For the first time ever, the supply of renewable energy met all of California's needs. The renewables were mostly made up of solar and wind energy. And over the weekend, the overall demand for electricity in the state fell shy of what the renewables were generating. It didn't last long, only for a few minutes before dropping off a bit. But environmental groups still hailed it as a historic moment for clean energy. And they're hoping to see more renewable energy peaks like this soon. So to be clear, there's not enough renewable energy generated to actually meet the demand for electricity on a regular basis. But California does have a goal of changing that by 2045. All right, we have more news coming up, but first a quick break for our sponsor. Okay, parents, if you have an active baby or toddler like I do, then you know that means they're not just active at playtime, they're also active on the changing table, which is not so fun for us parents. That's just one of the reasons I am loving Pampers Cruisers 360 Fit Diapers. Cruisers 360 Fit allows me to avoid trying to secure the diaper tape between kicks, and instead it's quick and easy to just pull them on my little wiggly one. Then it's super easy to remove them in seconds with easy tear sides. And the 360 gap-free fit is great for playtime as well. I love that it stretches around my baby's waist so there's no gapping, leaking, or falling off. Instead, my baby is free to play, feeling comfortable and dry. In fact, to keep baby skin healthy, Cruiser's 360 Fit locks wetness away from skin for up to 12 hours. It lets us all sleeve through the night. And little rashes here and there that we used to notice are not happening anymore. So buy in-store. Look for the Pampers Cruisers 360 Fit and download the Pampers Club app today to start earning rewards with every diapers and wipes purchase. The nation's most populous state is shrinking. California's population went down for the first time on record during the pandemic. And now it's down again for the second year in a row. Data from the state's finance department shows the population declined by more than 117,000 people, or 0.3%, in 2021. The AP points to a few things that have been happening, in large part because of COVID-19. A slowdown in births and immigration, and an uptick in deaths and people leaving the state. Experts cite a variety of reasons for people leaving, ranging from housing affordability to companies allowing more remote work to, as critics highlight, the state's policies. But California's chief demographer said he expects growth again in 2022. Either way, right now, California does still have more people than any other state in the U.S., with a population of more than 39 million people. The American Academy of Pediatrics said it's putting its policies under the microscope to get rid of race-based medicine. 
The Academy was founded in 1930, and since then, certain guidelines have told pediatricians to use race as a factor when making decisions about diagnoses and medical protocols. So, for example, the organization already got rid of a guideline last year that was based on a discriminatory belief that black children were less likely to suffer from UTIs than white children, when really a review found risk factors had nothing to do with race. And an update to the guidance about newborn jaundice is expected later this year, because currently it suggests certain races have higher or lower risks. Again, one pediatrician called the past reasoning for that guidance pseudoscience and racism. This review of all the guidelines is ultimately meant to improve racial equity in healthcare. It was just last month when Amazon workers made history, forming the web giant's very first labor union. Well, now that same grassroots union lost a vote at a smaller Amazon warehouse right across the street in Staten Island. The workers there voted not to join. Some workers told the Wall Street Journal they're happy with their pay and benefits already. Others said they think the union may be overpromising what it can do. And an Amazon spokeswoman said the company is glad the team was able to have their voices heard. But the labor union tweeted that it'll continue organizing at that facility and beyond, and that, quote, the fight has just begun. The group is also reportedly still deciding whether to file objections against Amazon in connection to that vote. Google is hoping to help more small businesses embrace technology. The tech giant says it'll give any American business more than $100,000 worth of online courses. Those classes cover things like data analytics, design, and other tech skills. And workers will be able to get them for free. Typically, they cost students about 40 bucks a month, and they take three to six months to finish. Google first launched its career certificates with Coursera a few years ago to help people boost their resumes by learning new tools. Since then, about 205,000 people around the world have earned at least one certificate. Today is National Teacher Appreciation Day. It's part of a week-long celebration to thank our teachers for everything they do. The National Education Association is calling on people to celebrate the educators of the world by sharing a message on social media and using the hashtag ThankAteacher. And you can share your gratitude in other ways, like by volunteering in schools or refilling teachers' school supplies. Many stores and restaurants also have special deals going on all week. For example, Barnes & Noble cafes will give teachers a free cup of coffee. Hundreds of Applebee's and Buffalo Wild Wings locations are giving teachers 20% off. And office supply stores like Staples and Office Depot are offering discounts, too. Most offers just ask that teachers show their school ID. That's it for the main news today, so now it's time for Trivia Tuesday, when we ask a different trivia question every week. But first, this podcast is sponsored by KiwiCo. Why do flowers bloom? Why does it get warmer outside? Spring brings a lot of new curiosities and a chance for kids to connect with the world around them. KiwiCo embraces children's natural curiosity with their monthly science and art projects. I love that KiwiCo focuses on different STEAM topics, so that means science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. And it can help spark a lifelong love of learning in kids. If you're at all worried your child might be too young or too old for these, don't be. KiwiCo has a subscription line for kids of all ages, ranging from infants and preschoolers all the way to teens. Of course, grown-ups are welcome to join in on the fun as well. Because remember, you are not having to actually spend any of the time researching, shopping, buying, or planning these hands-on projects. So you can just sit back and enjoy them alongside your child when they are delivered to your door every month. I really appreciate that part of it, along with the high-quality materials they use. 
So step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code NEWSWORTHY at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O, KiwiCo.com with the promo code NEWSWORTHY. Okay, now back to Trivia Tuesday. Today's trivia question is, what is the most consumed manufactured drink in the world? You can answer the question and play along with us over on Instagram. Just find and follow us at NewsworthyPod and look for the trivia quiz in our Instagram stories today. As for last week's trivia question, pop star Taylor Swift grew up on what type of farm? The answer is a Christmas tree farm, specifically the Pine Ridge Farm in Reading, Pennsylvania. And Swift actually has a song about it called Christmas Tree Farm. The music video even includes some home videos from her time there. And the pop star has talked a lot about it in the past, saying her childhood made her love Christmas, and she still wishes it was a year-round holiday. The Swifts don't live there anymore, though. They moved to Nashville when Taylor was 14 so she could pursue her music career. But for many years, it was a place where people from all over the world would stop by to get into the Christmas spirit and chop down their own trees. Well, thank you so much for listening today and for always making us part of your daily routine. We'll be back with another news roundup tomorrow. Until then, have a wonderful day. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.